And we should be live and hopefully not in a bathroom. <laughs> um, so much for the positivity I was feeling on the first take, but take two here. Maybe we'll get lucky. Hey, there we are, and we are live, and her earring is everywhere. Welcome to He Said. She said. <laughs> talking, Isn't that my earring? Talking love, relationships, and tonight, irritable partners. What else? Uh, what are you bringing to the table? What I'm and I don't mean a relationship. Like uh, I was just going to say, isn't that <laughs> part of the article? Why is that question, guys? Actually, that's one of part of my article, I think. Um, Irritable Stand partners? by. No. Stand by. We're drinking and brought to you by Hope's End. <laughs> How appropriate for this. Uh, a red episode. blend. I like this wine. I hear a butt. I love this wine. Nothing. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that was like, I like this wine. No, I do. I like this wine. I found it once at Publix, and then you found it from now on at Target. Yes. Target. Yes. And I was, remember that one day I went to a couple freaking different Publix. It was horrible. <laughs> Just looking for that? Sadly. Were you? I admit it, yes. Our Publixes around here aren't very good. Publixes? Yeah. Um, so in reference did, did I just? I think I just burped live on air. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely check out the Hope's End, um, our wonderful sponsor of the show. Uh, we love this beautiful wind. <laughs> wind? God. Shay, can I have another glass, please? <laughs> I haven't even finished. Well, maybe one glass I've had. My God. Yeah, but it's it's good. It's a, It's not very expensive either, right? I, I'm a blend fan. Yeah. I like blends or a Pinot Noir. If I'm going to do white, I like a Sauvignon Blanc, preferably from New Zealand. Those seem to be the best. That's uh, biased. There is no best wine. I have a, That's an opinion. I have right. that. It's to the, it's to the palate. Right? <laughs> I happen, to like, me, I happen to like my reds from Chile and Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I remember you saying that about Chile. Yeah, Chile. Uh, so mine, mine, the article mine, I'm bringing mine, is... Mine, mine, Name that movie. Mine, mine. Mine, all mine. No, no, just That's mine. The witch. They only say they only say that one word over and over again. Oh, I mine, don't know. Mine, 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 mine. I don't know. Finding Nemo. I never saw that. This has been a good podcast. We have to go and watch <laughs> Finding Nemo right now. Really? Yeah. Never seen. Never. Have I know. Seen. You know what? Speaking what? of irritable, nothing partners, comes out I've good. I've told you that before. Listen, I am. Oh no! I'm, don't say that. That's not true. Well, okay, go ahead. No, as a whole. No, I uh, go ahead. Not for you. Just as a whole. Okay. No one ever says anything nice after they say, "You know what?" <sighs> okay. So nothing. what if I said, "You know what? We're going out tonight." Go well, I guess you. how you say it matters, right? Yeah. You know what? Then it's usually you guess what. <laughs> true. Guess what. You know what? Yeah, you're probably right. Probably. You know what, mother... You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Look here. Yeah, nothing nothing good. Yeah, <laughs> I would urge people, even if you're out there before you say something to your partner, if you're like, you know what? Or even if in your head. You, even if in your head. Pause. Yeah, you go, <laughs> you know what? Shut up. Yeah. Don't say it. Shut up. That would eliminate half of my conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But, you know, I do that uh, a lot of times with, the, like, a sense of humor, like, you know what? I don't need this. You know what? I did think of one. I just did it. Okay. I like to hear See? a silver lining. I, you know what? I just Positive. thought of one. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, you too. missed it. went right by you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Or if it's, um, I don't know, you even think if somebody's saying, you know what? It's yeah, about to get like pompous they, yeah, as shit. Like I have a great idea or something. Did you know? That's a different saying. So right. you know what? I'm out this motherfucker. <laughs> right? Oh, you no, know what? It could be like if they came up with a solution. Right. Yeah. I or, said that really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or there's a humbling happening. You know what? Yeah. I'm an asshole. That's true. I haven't used that one yet, but I bet it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's why I don't know it. I'm wrong. Right? You yeah, know I what? guess it could. You're right. You go either way. Did you see what I just did? I did. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess scratch the first advice that if you're going to say it, because if it's like, you know what? Maybe that is a, a good little segue for how important it is with, with your delivery. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? I'm only on like a fourth of a glass. All right. It'll get interesting after the bottle. Yeah. Now, are you still article hunting? No, baby. Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into that one. I got witnesses. You assumed. Uh, so we'll move forward. Moving forward. 12 hard truths about relationships no one wants to believe. <laughs> Anthony jumped in. He goes, you're live and not in the bathroom. <laughs> Give <laughs> That's him 10 a good minutes. Thing. True. <laughs> That's so true. But you were saying? Uh, 12 hard truths about relationships no one wants to believe. Okay. This ought to be good. Mm-hmm. Let's start out with your article first tonight. Uh, I Ladies. need time to just like remember. <laughs> I don't know why I still get this way. Even it's like when reading I, aloud in class? No, I don't care about that. When I you were really in class and you, everyone was reading out loud, did you try to count how many kids to add up the paragraph to which one was yours? read it. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Please be one with two sentences. Oh, and how scared were you when you ran across the word that you didn't know? And you were like, Shit! I'd always like add up the the paragraph. I'm like, all right, I'm one, two, three, yeah. six kids. I'm I'm at this paragraph and I read it, and there's like three words in there that I can't pronounce. I'm like, shit. That is the worst. And, and then I was like, you know what? <laughs> I gotta pee. Yeah, right. Some kid gets up in the middle, goes to the bathroom, throws your whole fucking game off. And you're like, no, which one is it? I think is about how many other kids hate your guts because it threw everybody else's game off. Too. Yeah, They're the like, one kid Dang. gets up and goes, and you're like, wait, am I five? Am I six now? What's he, happening? He gets the one with the whole pair. Is he coming back? <laughs> now you're reading them both. I think I'm working on a new bit there. Okay. <laughs> reading aloud. Oh, yeah. okay. So you want me to go ahead? Yeah. Patricia, go ahead on cue. Okay. And action. All right. Uh, I like to actually like skim through so I don't have to go through that. No, go stuff. through. Let's hit all 12. I didn't, I didn't read them, but we can do that. Yeah. I haven't read my article either. Okay. I just want to say either. I know you didn't. There's somebody out there. It, I, I had once been told the difference isn't a difference. Then I have also heard that it is a difference between either and either. What's the difference? One, you sound totally. like a pompous asshole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I agree. Either is the one where you go, Meh. Oh, he said either. Oh, yes, he I'm must sorry. Read, he must read books. Let's all sit up. <laughs> yeah, he, he reads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, 12 relationship truths that what? Dang it, now I have to scroll back up. By the way, you do know my phone is jacked. Uh, if, if I like some weird it, it, stuff oh. on Facebook, mm-hmm. wouldn't me. Right. You know what? <laughs> I set that up just in case. Yeah. It's uh, 12 hard truths about relationships no one wants to believe. Okay. No one wants to believe. All right. But you must believe them. Go on. All right. It's easy to believe that your relationship is different from someone else's. It's probably not. Relationships take effort and maintain... And... <laughs> relations... T- 
Son of a bitch. Relationships. Relationships take effort to maintain, and you won't always be happy with your partner. Even if you love each other, you have fundamentally different values. A breakup may, and you have fundamentally different values. A breakup may be in. If you have fundamentally different values, what the fuck are you doing together? That's my first fucking issue. Well, there might have been something that really drew you to them. Was like, yeah, I'll forget about that stuff. No, look, if you're, in my opinion, if you're, he says, if your values are not the same, it's not going to work out, man. Time out. What made you assume it was a he? No, because he said it. Oh, okay. She's reading it. I was just trying to fight. <laughs> just kidding. But that that's my first. It's a little negative, and sure, you're not always going to be happy, right? That'd be irrational. But if you have different values, you're kind of fucked from the get. Not always, but... I would say I agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's <clears throat> eventually it comes out, and you have to put it in practice, whatever you guys are doing. Like if it's, uh, say, religion... We raise kids, things like that. Yeah, yeah. That can be like... I mean, values are kind of the foundation of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, but a lot of people... Well, aren't you the one that said to me... I think it was your mom said to you, be careful who you date. Be careful who you date because you never know who you'll fall in love with. Yeah, so what if you're just dating someone like, "Eh, I'm not trying to get into some big relationship. I really enjoy this about him. Oops. So this is cool, you know? Yeah, okay. So speaking for the people that may have just been like, I didn't mean to fall in love with you, so I'm with you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. It's getting worse. Or they start to feel like, I've gone this far. I don't want to leave. I'm comfortable. Okay, so um, uh, sometimes uh, that'll disappoint you, except, of course, your relationship. That's different. Or everyone else's is going to be that way except for mine. That's the mentality a lot of people have. I'm with you. A lot of people do think, look, look, we're different, okay? You can hear the old guy who's been married 40 years or divorced 40 years kind of looking at his son or somebody that's explaining their relationship, and he's like, look, we're different. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you know, you do, too, see, like, uh, a lot of relationships that behave like they have it together in public. You know, they're like, Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's them. Aren't you glad we're not that way? Yeah, and then we're they perfect. Go home. <laughs> they go home and are like, could you please do this? Yeah, everybody's got issues, all right? That's kind of what they're saying, right? Everybody's got issues. A lot of your issues may be same, the same as other relationships, and you're not as special as you think you are. Right. All right. Okay, so we're often attracted to people who will later drive us crazy. Yeah. Which was kind of... Uh, I, this like is I kind of a duh, though. Well, not necessarily. I think they're referencing um, like the thing that draws you to them. Kind of like what you were saying is your biggest yeah. strength is your biggest weakness. Yeah, well, what draws you to somebody uh, more than likely, I got, I don't know, generally speaking, later on is why they're fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's just so different. He does that and this and then six months later or whatever. I you're wish like, he would just stop doing that already. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I, definitely. Sure. But uh, who the fuck are you going to be with, you know, where it's not like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, or if you're not willing to um, try to remember why it did make you love them. Yeah, yeah, you could no. try to go back. Yeah, and remember that. Yeah, remember how it made you feel then. Or maybe you're overthinking it and turning it into something different now that you're insecure in the relationship. Just added that in there. <laughs> what the fuck? Now that you're insecure and you hate that thing about them. Yeah. <clears throat> of course, that was trying to be humorous, so whatever. Um. <laughs> Okay, so that we just kind of hit on that one, so I'm going to go to the next one. All right. Uh, okay. 
You may be less likely to break up with your partner if you have a pet. Talk on the microphone. All right, sorry. You may be no. less likely to break up with your partner if you have a pet or a joint account. Well, that's just like you wear two handcuffs, so they might as well say kids. You're less likely to break up if you have kids. You're less likely if you have pets or a joint account because you want to take the two steps and have them removed. And that's what they're saying is the small step because I what pretty much fuck? it says uh, so. Because they have to sign off on taking them off the account. And you got to kind of go like, hey, I was going to leave you last week, but I'm going to need you to sign this. Psychologists call this a material constraint. So, yeah, um, I definitely believe it does prolong breaking up for people. Yeah. And that's their like. Usually needs lawyers and baby, shit. That's their baby step instead of saying marriage or um, a baby. Yeah. They go, hey, let's tie each other this way. So they'll. I mean, it's a horrible habit. To, I mean, to go into anything like that. Sure. What do you think about that? What do you think about uh, couples that share a bank account that aren't married? I'll preface this by saying my wonderful grandmother, Memma, and my late grandfather, her husband, uh, were married something about 56, 58 years. And they never, they had their own personal accounts. They shared one account that only paid the direct bills together that they shared, house and stuff like that. But they kept their own personal accounts for when he wanted to buy his Keystone Light. Mm-hmm. That's a beer. <laughs> when he bought the Keystone, that was his money. He did what he wanted. And then Mama bought her sewing stuff or whatever that they did. So they kept separate accounts for the personal things that they had and only shared accounts to pay the direct bills. And that went 58 years. Um, I mean. I'm a big fan of that right there. Yeah, I mean, you'd hate to, it's like prenupping, right? You you hate to like go into a marriage, you're like, here, both of you sign this, and because, you know, cause it was, there's a chance, you know, it doesn't make it. I guess, though, there, there might be circumstances for that to be accurate. Like, if you're not splitting the bills and you're both just randomly paying them, then yes, that would suck not to have an account where you can go, you know, that. We have this much money in the account. You can't go do this or that. If, you know what I mean? If you're not Because somebody goes off, they can wreck your shit. You oh. know what I mean? I mean, just walk through a scenario. Guy cheats or girl cheats. Both have access to credit card, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's cheated on then goes, okay, motherfucker. You know what I mean? You know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and goes. And sadly, they, they, can't, they can't look at you and go, I don't think your boyfriend would really want you to empty this account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a wrap. You have to do what you say. Yeah. Well, look, if you really love somebody, you share everything with them, okay? That includes your money. Okay, so the other one is poor timing can be the reason to break up, even if you have, uh, even if you love each other. Sure. I think timing is a lot, right? Is you know, other reasons you're attracted to somebody, but timing matters, man. Yeah, they're, they basically uh, were referencing saying, if somebody tells you, they're just not ready. You should probably believe them. Yeah. A lot of times the guy or girl will be like, yeah, but you haven't met me. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. I know you're going through a little slump right now, but you'll be fine in about two weeks. That'll change her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. If they say that and you're not listening, that's your own ass. You know, if you if you jump into that, by the way, and they're not. But, but timing is a lot of everything, man. You can have vibes, connections, clicking, the whole thing, man. And if one person is either, you know, going through some shit at the moment, um, you know, that uh, maybe makes him not ready or something like yeah. that, timing matters, man. Or or he or she is, you know, starting their career on some level, you yeah. know, and is not interested in the family life, right? And Or a lot of times 
you know, couples meet and uh, before they're couples, right? And someone's dating and one of them or both, one of them has been single for so long that they have built a life around them that they really love Mm -hmm. and they had to go through the fire to get there, right? They spent two, three years anxious, depressed, what the fuck ever. And then they've built their knit, their their group of friends back up. They finally got used to being alone and enjoying it. And enjoying it, right. And then they meet somebody and then all of a sudden this person is like, hey, let's get married. You know what I mean? Like right away or something like that. Then that other person is kind of like, I'm not ready. That's the timing part. And that's one thing that I don't understand when uh, either a male or a female, when they give the partner an ultimatum. Wasn't that something that was kind of discussed if that's what you wanted in the future? You know, it's, I mean, we went over this before about that show that he said, she said, I mean, he's just not into you. You know, where people are just like, well, I need this. So if you don't want this, then we're not supposed to be together. Dude, some ladies and guys are nuts as fuck. They're like, I have to be married at 26. I have to have my first kid at 29. They lay this shit out on some timeline as if they can predict, A, when you'll fall in love. Because now your mind is looking for the love the closer you are to that 26 number. You yeah. know what I mean? You'll just grab the first dude you're kind of feeling vibes with. You know what I mean? And yeah. then, then maybe you're dating with him and you're getting closer to the have a baby 29 age. So you start, she or he starts laying the ultimatum on him like, hey, 29, I said I have my first kid. We're getting close to it. Meanwhile, he's like, I don't like you. <laughs> you or it's I mean? the, also the time where you go, I'm not really ready, but they have everything that I've wanted and you don't listen to yourself. You really mm, aren't ready. You that, know, that gut part. Yeah. yeah they have, uh, you know, the job, the looks, the personality, all the things that you were wanting to do. I was noting that. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? I did, did I forget to write something? Um, <laughs> I was noting that. That's all. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Job, personality, check, yeah. check. All right. Well, because, you know, a lot of times if if there's a person that has already got it in their mind that they're getting married by that certain age, they probably are the type of person that has that list of requirements. You know, so yeah. they come across that person that is like really reaching them, but they're immature, they're... um really not ready to be in a relationship, but they choose to just because I better jump because this might be the last ship that comes by. Yeah, or the best ship. Right. There won't be a better ship, so mm-hmm. I might as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's a lot. I've, shit, I've done a million cognitive rampages where I talk about the standards, expectations, and preferences. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to have standards. you got to have that oh, when, yeah. when you're out dating. You know, my, my standard is ABC. You know, um, I, I expect the person not to do ABC, but you can't expectations of the relationship killers to let you down. And if you're out there with preferences, well, shit, you just narrowed your fucking field. You know what I mean? For a terrible example, you know, an easy example, you know, if some guy's out there and he's like, here's my standards, right? She's got to be ABC. Uh, I expect her to do ABC, right? Uh, but, and I prefer them to be uh, blonde with green eyes and, you know, you start laying the preferences on there. You're like, people to choose from. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It just it just shrunk down. Believe me, I've met plenty of people where I go, eh, you better re- regroup with yourself and recognize that those might be a little too much to ask for. Yeah, and be willing to put the camera on yourself, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Turn around and be like, I deserve A, B, and C. I mean, I'm not shit, but yeah. <laughs> I should deserve. All right, go Would on. you date yourself? Yeah, we covered that on the last show a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'd fuck myself. <laughs> That's good. Was it fun? <laughs> no, I would. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't you? I have. I would go gay once for myself <laughs> just to see how I was so I could be like, all right, yeah, don't do that. Uh, You're a terrible kisser. This is shitty, right? 
But then again, wait, you're kissing yourself, so you'd be biased. All right, never mind. It's a whole loop. This is interesting. I don't know, I don't know that it belongs, but <clears throat> people probably aren't as open to interracial dating as they say that they are. The fuck? Yeah, does that doesn't even really... Here's your standards and preferences. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're preferring, even from a racial line, you're, you're one, you're lowering, in, lowering your chances of finding that love or whatever. You know, I mean, I don't, maybe yeah. they speak it out loud. I don't fucking know. I was open. I gave it. I went that way. I didn't. I, I didn't really see it like that. It was just a. Well, person. it's just because it's the hard truth or whatever. I think sometimes, <clears throat> let's say that they start a relationship that's interracial, but then the one of the families on the other side are just like. That's where it gets fucking. Uh, who's this girl? You yeah. Know? When the ninety-year-old <clears throat> grandma's like says that fucking racist shit, you know? What yeah. I mean? That's when it gets squirrely. But I mean, technically, just, it's just fucking people, man. You know what I mean? Fucking mm-hmm. hell. That's a little left field asterisk of that things you didn't think about. Uh, this one says most people have unrealistic expectations for their relationships. Which oh, there is you go. What we just went through. Yeah, expectations are relationship killers, man. Yeah, for sure. There, I think a lot of expectations out there for some people are that when I fall in love, he or she will love me no matter what and all my faults and will love me despite what happens to me, what I do, you know, this whole fucking fairy tale shit. No, no. Okay, so another ugly truth. <clears throat> so they say, you're more likely to get divorced if you're less educated. Finkel shared another depressed, another... I would like to see the research and stats on that. Distressing insight with Business Insider. People who are relatively uneducated have a higher divorce rate <clears throat> than ever and a lower marriage rate. And when they get married, the marriages tend not to be satisfying. Meanwhile, one, this is a lot of subjective bias, and I'd like to see the research from Business Insider on this garbage. Um, For one, I could bring some stats back to to this little statement there that would argue that, man. It would say, look, if you got money, well, I guess guess education doesn't mean money, but let's go ahead and draw a correlation because they're certainly drawing some wide ones. So if education also brings money, you're more likely to get divorced because you can afford it. Well, you're also more likely to lose half of your shit more, so you don't do it. But well, you you can afford the shit to do that. You know what I mean? So I I don't look at movie stars, right? Mm-hmm. They're married every other fucking week. You know what I mean? Then yeah. they go back to each other, and they remarry, and they go back. I mean, this freedom of prenups and billions of dollars between the two of them. You know, this kind of like it's something to do this weekend. Scrape PR. Yeah. You know, so I don't. I don't fucking know about that. I haven't seen the stats on that shit. So it says National Center for Health Statistics found 78% of college-educated women who married for the first time between 2006 and 2010 could expect their marriages to last at least 20 years. But among women who have have a high school education or less, they share it only at 40% rate. Yeah, here's the thing about that. No matter what, it's still 50% divorce rate, fuck turd. (laughs) So either way... So it lasts 20 years and you get divorced. That sucks. <laughs> I'd rather go three years, walk away, than go 23 years and be like, fuck. Yeah, well, too. Let's, let's see. Maybe. Uh, Maybe not. The ones that are educated mm-hmm. stay together longer because they need to help paying that college bill. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Or they're too busy working all the time. They don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for that one. I, I went through the other ones and they're all kind of the same thing, just different wording. Ah, so the other topic you were talking about. Uh, which one? Strength and weakness. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I do hear that a lot. In a lot of cases, I can believe that. But like I said, I, I think that if you really think about why it's bothering you, I don't think that's really ultimately going to be the root of why it's bothering you. You lost me. So say you meet someone and you love their personality because they're outgoing, they're the life of the party, and you're like, woo, this girl's fun, whatever. And then you're not in this great mood because you're not necessarily attracted to her anymore. And she's still that same, woo, this is, you know, the center of attention. Now you look at her like, well, that's, shut that's, up. That's kind of what your uh, first little comment said there, right? Was the reason you first fall in love with somebody is the reason you fucking can't stand them later. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, but it's because, my... but I think that's the result, but not necessarily the reason. Mm. Okay. Well, you're talking about strength and weakness, right, mm -hmm. in relationships. Is your, I think you asked that, right? Is your greatest strength your greatest weakness? As a, a, as a person, that so, you know, like someone's greatest strength, like, well, I guess you're right, because, like, I consider my biggest strength loyalty. So that might be my biggest weakness where I put up with shit, not in a relationship, but maybe in my relationship with students, teachers, anybody. No, we're talking about life now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, a famous Leanne Lowry quote that she, I forgot who she took it from. Greatest strength, greatest weakness. Is this, no, not my Angelou. I'd have to look it up. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've often thought that our greatest strengths are greatest weakness. Um, as a chess player, mm -hmm. if you know the strength of that chess player, you certainly also know their weakness. Uh, if a chess player is heavily offensive and really good at offense, then I, I know that your weakness is going to be defense, right, for a, a pretty easy example. Personally, if we know our strength, do you know your weakness? I mean, yeah, I think it can it can certainly go on a lot of levels. In a relationship speaking, I mean, are we talking like what's your greatest strength as an individual? Or, you know, let's look at it from a relationship standpoint, right? Because okay. I'll, I'll use Leo, uh, a mentor of mine. Right, who talks about there's three entities, right, in a relationship. There's you, the other person, and then the relationship itself. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that third entity of the relationship itself, right? What is the greatest strength of the relationship? Thus, mm -hmm. could you find the greatest weakness of the relationship? Sure. You know what like I mean? One example would be communication. <laughs> yeah. There, you know, where you communicate too much. Some people sure. might, you know, they like it in the beginning because you completely communicate, but then... You overdo it. Yeah. Well, I think you did a podcast on that once as well in reference to uh, you don't have to always talk. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just shut the fuck up. You don't have to say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've also, um, I did a, of course I've done a podcast of damn near everything in these realms, but uh, the idea where I've heard there are two marriages in my entire life uh, of everyone that I've met that are happy and have been together for quite a long time, you know, talking 20 plus years, right? If not more, each one of them gave me very different advice, mm. very different. One couple, the advice from at least one of them, the other one doesn't talk from the other one was, you know, have similar values, have your values be the same and match those values, but don't have anything in common oh. to where she does her thing. He does his thing. Very rarely do they bring those together, but they come together over the same values, like family, time together, right? So they come together over the values, but what he does, she doesn't want anything to do with, and vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. That was one advice. And then the other relationship, mind you, the second marriage for both of these other two, said, 
share everything. Find out what you both love to do and share those things and do them together. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, hold on the fuck here. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm getting mixed messages, right? So one couple have been together since seventh grade, right? Yeah. Three kids later, 65 years of marriage. I'm throwing that number out there. <laughs> yeah. It tells me don't share anything. Have the same you know, critical values. Don't share the hobbies. Be in your own shit. The other side, second marriage for both, 20 years together in the second marriage. Mm-hmm. Find the hobbies and share those together and live life and have fun. What are the odds you think of that first marriage for the people that have been married twice had that other couple's idea? Right. Right. Who knows? Yeah. What the fuck? There's no secrets to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're rolling the dice. Yeah. (laughs) I just think, um, I know a lot of people don't necessarily like the word balance, but I like to indulge and just not overindulge. So on all those levels. Um, it's important to have your own hobbies, but share hobbies because I love to play. So I don't want to play alone all the time or just with my friends. I want to be able to uh, play with my partner and go, well, it's Thank fine. you. you know? I mean, we're playing right now. I mean, one of my hobbies is being on the mic podcasting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Here we are. Cool. <laughs> Episode 15. Yeah. You know and, then, I mean? and, and two, that's something that we share, not something that was just uh, taught to each other. Yeah. You know, I was, since I was a little girl, I was always doing this kind of stuff and creating my own little tapes on CDs or de- discs. So, uh, cassettes, that's what they were. Cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> I miss cassettes. Yeah, I did that a lot. And it was it was fun. So when I got to do this with you, and actually I get to learn so much, it's not like I'm just here just playing. You're actually uh, learning from each other. Yeah. All right, we're rolling to my topic now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Irritable Partners. <laughs> that sounds like a disease. Right, it does. I have irritable partner's disease. I have IBP. <laughs> A.K.A. marriage. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> Dang it, why couldn't I have said that? <laughs> Show what he's better. Oh, right. And, and there's actually a little more specific topic to this. I'm worried about covering this topic um, mm. because of some ideas you might get. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm doing this for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So the actual title of the article is Irritable Girlfriends Make Men Healthier, According to Study. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, study, I'll see if we can find the studies of that. All I know is Kaiser University is a click-through from this, and that is a bullshit university. So <laughs> yeah. That's not where right. the research came from, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? Um, complaining about your partner's bad temperament or her, why is it going to be her? Or, oh, because the article. Or her nagging for you to stop being so irritating may no longer be a cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Except you're still an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for this one. Complaining about your partner's bad temperament or her nagging for you to stop being so irritating may no longer be a cause for concern. They wrote that twice. Already throwing a article <laughs> out. <laughs> That is because a study has revealed that women with strong personalities should be considered real gems by their lucky partners. According to this research, these girlfriends might lessen the risk of developing health conditions such as diabetes in their partners. (laughs) The negative impact of having a strong personality is debatable. (laughs) Let's throw that in there. However, yeah. we're going to talk shit anyway. <laughs> However, we're going to talk shit anyway. Yeah. Okay. However, it certainly has its benefits. This is exactly what a study conducted by the specialists from the University of Chicago and Michigan State University revealed. Two credible colleges. 
They analyzed that if having a bad temper could affect your health conditions of people's relationships, focusing on the potential to developing diabetes. Sure, I get that. 1,228 individuals and their partners engaged in the study. Not a small study group, but not a large one either. <clears throat> These couples were asked about the levels of satisfaction that they felt in their relationship, how happy they were with their partner, and whether they spent their free time together. Here we okay. go, trying to solve yeah. the riddle of the two ways to go. Um, to go it? I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> to go it. <laughs> <laughs> they also answered questions regarding the amount of trust and openness they had with one another, and as well as the demands and criticism they felt their partners directed at them. The quality of the relationship ranged from depending on the gender of their participants. Women that reported, reported a more positive environment had a reduced risk of developing diabetes in the future. The researchers explained that this happens because there are more they are more conscious of the way they interact with their partners that has a significant effect on their metabolic health. Yeah. Findings regarding men, though, surprised the researchers. <gasps> mm -hmm. Since they were opposite of those women, according to Brightside. Now, who's the fucking, what's the Brightside here? Yeah. We just threw, according to Brightside. I thought it was Chicago University, Michigan right. State University. Yeah. Now, according to Brightside, I don't want to tap on it, but men who reported being in a relationship with women who liked having constant control and criticized them or made several demands showed a lower probability of de developing diabetes later in life. I'm going to die of diabetes. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're more passive or the reverse? Chances of controlling levels of sugar after diabetes appear. They have a better chance of doing that. The researchers stressed that the fact that this was not the result of an intense and conflicted relationship, but instead the result of a person's effort to keep track of their partner's health, which translated into criticism or demands. Women that have a bad temper usually make better decisions as according to a study conducted by the School of Psychology of the University of South Wales. They are smarter. The thing is, they are much more skeptical, which leads them to make more analyzed and objective decisions. They also know how to articulate a message more persuasively and effectively. Perhaps that is why their partners pay more attention to them and end up having a better health as a result. Mm. A lot of hypothesis is going on right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, a woman with a strong personality might have some advantages when she is trying to make a decision. Nevertheless, according to research done by Juan Manuel Romero Vila, Ooh, say it again. Juan Manuel Romero Vila, author of Who Gets Mad Gets Fat. Fat. or no, fat. People who are usually in a bad mood tend to put on the pounds. That happens because their bodies release adrenaline and cortisol, which causes inflammation, and therefore aren't able to release energy and makes them gain weight and die earlier. I added that as an asterisk just because that's research. Yeah, you do that. Kind of and stuff. that's the rest. <laughs> that's it. And what's your take? What I read? <laughs> yeah, I was reading out loud. I can't be asked to comprehend two. Mm, I think it's way too broad. I, I mean, there could be so many other things that fall into play with that. I mean... What if, I mean, because think about how many, since you said it was in that article about women, angry women, do you know how many angry women are angry because they're freaking hungry as shit and they're keeping their diet and, you know, they're sure. all up in shape, right? So 
Uh, they may not die of diabetes, but they Maybe might. Maybe she's pissed because she just hadn't had an orgasm in years. That is very true. Just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, because there's plenty of women you look at and go, God, get fucked. No, I don't at all say Me. that. <laughs> yeah, I've thought out. it. I can't lie where I go. Mm, that lady needs some love. Yeah, <laughs> She needs a hug. Yeah. <laughs> I've met dudes that need to get some for sure. I never realized how important that is, though. Not necessarily orgasm. I'm talking like even just hugs, touching, you know. Affection. Yeah. Yeah, it's necessary, man. Yeah. Um, For some people. people. Some people, though, don't. Some people are like, fuck it. You know what I mean? They they stay away from it. I think they just haven't been hugged enough. Yeah, or by the right person. Or their mom hugged them forever. And so now they're like, I don't need that. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. People that were not hugged much by their mother need it as you get older. Research states at Brightside, wherever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Look at the bright side. I mean, yeah, the variables that that, that stick out to that are are vast. You're painting with broad strokes in this one. Um, uh, Basically, kind of what they're saying is if your woman has one, they're connecting strong personality to a bad temper. Right, and yeah. then an, an analyzing person, right? It was more persuasive, right? If I was like, let me introduce you to the love of your life. Uh, she's analytical, very persuasive, has a bad temper, but has a strong personality. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go with number two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, so there's, you know, they're saying that because she is all over the dude, right? Like, mm-hmm. what are you eating? Where are you going? Right? M- mommying the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, because he's doing that, more than likely, he's healthier. As opposed to, where's the guy's responsibility in this shit? Well, he might want to choke himself out because someone's up on his ass all the time that has the to-do list on the kitchen counter. Or maybe he's eating all the time so he will die of diabetes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe he does need a a a good kick in the butt. Sure. But again, the fine line, right? We're back to this shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's cool for the chick to be like, hey, fatty, why don't you go for a run? Right? Like, you're you're putting on some pounds there, Bill. You know what I mean? But you can't flip that. It happens. You can't and live. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Well, yeah, well it's think about this, It's supposed to whether I'm obese or not. I know, baby, but don't you think that men are far more accepted as being overweight than women are? Socially speaking, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of like the pros with the cons. Yeah, I mean, the, the mom bod is yet to pop its head up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's Mom true. jeans, yeah, but mom bod is not like the new hot thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dad dad bod, it's like, oh, yeah, that's sexy. No, what they that's do say, ooh, she's got those breeding hips. I've never once in my life ever said that. Well, we're talking about other people, too, baby. I don't know. People, we're people brought to you by Hopes In. <laughs> we're almost reaching it. <laughs> that was good. You know what? Speaking of, I'm irritated. <laughs> we have to end this now. That's good. I like that. That was quick. That shit. <laughs> we're brought to you by Hopes In. The end of your relationship as you know it. <laughs> yes. Make sure you drink too, and that will secure the deal. You know? No, no. I got, there's oh. <laughs> feedback. I got some feedback oh. loop. No, I did not hear it. Yeah. So um, we are 40 minutes in the podcast, and I have a big surprise. Ooh, I like this. I kept this quiet for an entire week. You did? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I'm that? pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I called you fat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yeah. No, I'm not at all. Oh, good. It's not That's possible good. biologically. 
It's funny how men nowadays, they do announce it that way, though. I'm pregnant. We're having a baby. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm not feeling it. If, if you say that as a dude, punch yourself in the face, okay? Until you're willing to poop out a watermelon. You can't say that. <laughs> yeah. We're not well, pregnant. She's <laughs> pregnant. She's pregnant. You were not pregnant. No. Yeah. Don't hashtag that ever. <laughs> you right. can't say that. But they are giving men maternity leave, which I think is a good idea. Oh, damn right. What's good idea? It's, like, it's a good idea. It's, it's a good, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> but no, I think it's, yeah, damn right, man, because the dude's got to do some work, too. He's got to be there. Yeah, I and mean, he should be able to enjoy the positive sides also and all the little first things. Yeah, for sure, man. And the poor girl's walking around with a melon in her belly. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Yeah. She's got to pick shit up for her. Got to make her food. Got to go get her lemons at 2 a.m. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right. My mom, that's happened to my mom. My right. mom had a craving while she was pregnant with me a few weeks out. Wanted lemons, and my dad had to go out and get 12 lemons, to which she ate them all. <laughs> That's funny. I do like lemons, though. Yeah, I'm a sour fuck. I can re- relate. Yeah. Yeah. So you were saying? That's it. No, you were saying something before that. Um, and then I interrupted and said, what about the people, the guys that say pregnant? Yeah. But oh, yeah. you were going to surprise me with something. That's it. What's the surprise? I'm pregnant. Oh, <laughs> come on. I promise. Yeah. That, well, not promise that I am, but that was I was just fucking around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? I could hear the letdown come out there. I wasn't hiding it. I thought you were going to do something funny or I don't know. Uh, funny. I was trying to be funny by being pregnant. <laughs> oh. I, I want to go back and listen to that on the, on the show when you, that you could oh. literally hear the decompression letdown. Oh. oh. That's funny. God. Yeah, but dudes can't say that. You can't say we're pregnant. No, no. No, 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 definitely not. Well, I mean, you you go through your own shit as a man, but I'm sorry, dog. If I had to put my feet up in stirrups and do the whole fucking breathing and the thing and the boom, hell no. The you, population would definitely be a lot lower. Yeah, you get to wear the medal for that shit. You're pregnant, bitch, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they should give the uh, a guy maternity leave or paternity leave for sure. Yeah. That's a must, man. We're one of the only countries that, that you have to fight for that as a woman to get that. Oh, I had no idea. It's it's pretty shitty. Other places, you get your solid months off. Like even vacations, man. We're one of the worst, if not the worst. Well, other than Zimbabwe and shitty places to, to live currently, not all shitty, but not as not as good, right? I'm PC in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Filter, right? But uh, other places, there you get major vacations, man. You get holiday. I really did enjoy that. Um... That video clip that's been shared a lot. I think his first name is Jeff, but he's acting. He was the dude that played the Dumber, Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. So that scene where he talks about, you think America is the greatest place out there. Oh, you're about the, the newsroom series. Yes. Excellent series. And they canceled it after season two. Probably because of that phrase. No, that was, <laughs> that that was like the first episode. Oh. Great series. I enjoyed that series. But I, it was too intellectual for the rest of the population to love. That's what I'm always worried. Any of the populations that fucking come, uh, the series that come out that are fucking awesome, they go two series and they fucking cancel them. And because the majority of the population is like, fuck that. Give me well, dragons. Yeah. Maybe it's not because they can't handle it, but more so because they don't want to. That would require them to think about when the world and reflect and what they are not doing for that it. That Chernobyl shit was good. Oh, it was. I've been getting a lot of articles about it, how it's still affecting. I, of course, I didn't read them. But um, how it's still affecting the animals today. Oh, yeah, man. Look up Chernobyl wolves. 
Look that shit oh, up. If you want to yeah. see some cool shit on Instagram or on uh, Google, just Google Chernobyl wolves. I couldn't imagine um, going through it. What did you think about the production of the show? It was good. It was well done. Now the Russians say, bullshit, we're going to do our own. Yeah. Right? I mean, with some sort of American that. conspiracy that we're the ones that blew up the reactor of some fashion through espionage. Espionage? Espionage. <laughs> and made that happen, right? Because, you know, black, whatever. Either way of how or why. Yeah, I, who I don't, cares? Yeah, it's shitty. Whether but we did it. So it doesn't happen again. Sure. Whether we did it or they did it or however it happened, just the story itself of that happening. It's fucking scary. Remember when I looked up right after that, I, I Googled how many nuclear power plants are in the United States or in Florida? Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? What was the outcome? A lot. A lot. I remember yeah. that part, too. Yeah, a lot. Or it trips you out, man, listening to that shit. It's a whole lot of... It's, it's scary. It's supposed to be clean energy, right? So you have the other side just going like, hey, this is clean energy. Yeah. Right? Like, we're not burning fossil fuels. We're not polluting. We're stopping global warming. I was just going to say, does that... Is that... Yeah. Directly and, helping it? Sure. Until you have all this nuclear waste that you have to fucking dump somewhere that, you know, stays radioactive for 200,000 fucking years and then some. That's what's so crazy to me when I was watching it. I, I couldn't fathom that it was literally only 20 years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's uh, like you know, 23 that's years ago. Not right? even a person ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the, the fact that I was like, I'm going to say I was like four, but <laughs> I think I was like 12. Um, but then it was that close in our life, like how much it could have really affected us. It's insane how many people it affected is still affecting. How many people don't even know about it? Because think about it. I didn't know about it until we saw this freaking film yeah well fukushima is the, the most recent one yeah yeah in japan fukushima is one of the most recent one where that shit there was something similar happened mm -hmm. and it's terrible it's a wasteland i mean you can never go back there in our lifetimes of a lifetimes of a lifetime that entire part of the ground is done over and it's it it, it is sad because you don't know how many people it's really ultimately affecting their full like their family tree, they're not taken care of anymore. Maybe that was the one that was going to provide for their lifeline. Yeah. You know, and now they don't have that either. Yeah. Because they had to go be those coal miners that had to go and take care of the problem. Yeah. Switching gears. Yeah, let's go back to some Back to stuff. love, <laughs> dating, and relationships. And not nuclear meltdowns. Yeah. Right? Uh, nuclear? Nuclear? Nuclear! That's my Bush impression. Um, <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> Um, I love how my brain still resorts to a Rolodex. <laughs> Pull this card. <laughs> What's your card? Um, I don't know. I was just kind of bringing up dating relationships and things I hear or talk about or whatnot, man. And um, what do you think is the um, like with all the friends, all the things you see on Facebook or whatever? What do you think the biggest um, mo or most popular issue is with people that are divorced and and that have children already that are getting into new relationships what do you think about that um what would you say is the biggest issue with all of them do you think it's the ex or do you think it's the way that they're raising it do you think it's them diving into it too soon or do you think it's the the shared time or people go completely off the freaking ledge because now they have this new freedom that they didn't have that's a lot I was like, I was interested in the first part of the topic, and then you added they already divorced, and you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, my 
Well, I think the number one reason people get divorced, I think research points out, it's money. Yeah. Money is first. Um, then infidelity, I think, is second. Um, I'm pretty sure if we only had a device where we could look up everything. Yeah, just think of everybody's relationship realistically was as strong as their financial success. How many people would be really divorced? You know, if they had a shitty job, shitty income, does that mean that their relationship is shitty? Or there's the people that take the opposite route where that's when they're stronger together. You know, because sometimes like even with um, my siblings or whatever, when we were going through harder times, it seemed like we connected more. So it's it's interesting to me that relationships are quite the opposite more often than not. The 10 most common reasons people get divorced. If you think sexual infidelity is the leading cause of divorce, you got it all wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, by Dr. Deborah Roth and Lisa L. Payne. Oh, there you go. Kim Oliver. Uh, if you think that sexual infidelity is the leading, we just said that leading cause of divorce, you got it all wrong. We pulled over a hundred. Oh well, geez, a hundred people. Yeah, your it's tango experts to see what their top reasons married couples split, and believe it or not, communication problems came out on top as the number one reasons marriage marriages fail. Here are some of the culprits, and uh, here are some of the other culprits our experts blame for the high rate of divorce. Getting in for the wrong reasons. Marrying for money. We've all heard this a quick, quick ticket to divorce, yeah, and a phrase that I've used or heard many times. If you marry for money, you earn every penny. Yeah. I mean, what's the fascination here? I'm going to marry her or him, and we have a bunch of money, and they're just going to give me a credit card to run freely, but you're going to be put on an allowance. Yeah, but maybe that's easier for them than earning every penny in the real world is what they're telling themselves. Yeah, but you're going to earn it, man. Yeah, I mean, believe me, I'm completely opposed to that. Um, is quick to, is quick for divorce, but what about when you marry because it's what you think you should do? I've met many divorced women who say the problems that made them leave were right there from the beginning, but everyone expected us to live happily ever after, or we had already spent so much money on our wedding, or we had just built our dream home. So remember, until you say I do, always have the choice to say I don't. Well, that's what we just said, sharing a bank account. Yeah. Having pets are more mm-hmm. likely to not get divorced, right? So I like this. kind of speaks to everything we're saying. Number two, lack of individual identity. Mm-hmm. Interesting. A codependent relationship is not healthy. Agreed. When you don't have your own interests or the opportunity to express yourself outside the coupledom, <laughs> you become couple dumb. Oh, you see what they did there? That's, I do. That's cute. Uh, if you are not... If you are not comfortable doing things without your partner, or you don't, or you don't know what kind of music, movies, or food you used to, you used to like, you are likely in deep, and you will probably feel like you are drowning and don't know why. Number three, becoming lost in the roles. Just as many couples forget, in quotes, their single friends and single ways when they get married, when you add children into the mix, most parents soon neglect or completely forget that they are a couple. They forget to date. Yeah. 100%. They become partners instead of lovers. Right. You get the diapers. You pick up the thing. You got to hurry up. You know what I mean? That's kind of the way that I felt, though, when you were talking about the relationship that doesn't share interests. I feel like they're more like partners in life. You know, like they share a household instead of... um. Ideas, thoughts, things like that. Yeah, or even number two, though, being the lack of individual identity. This speaks to the other couple I mentioned earlier on the show, right? 
where they share their hobbies together Mm -hmm. and do it all together to live life where there's no individual identity, right? But actually, you know, when you think about it, there was because he had the things that he loved to do. He loved to cook and chef up. He was also a, a, a like a wood master. Mm-hmm. Like he could make shit out of wood like crazy. He had his own little thing, you know, and she was quite a businesswoman, did a lot of nonprofit work, you know, so they, they kind of had their own shit too. Um, not having a shared vision of success. But wait a minute, there's a lack of individual identity, but number four reason for divorce is not. So everything changed when we got married. He drives you crazy because you're a saver and he's a spender, Right. That's some shit you didn't talk about. The things he just he lives for the now and he just spins it all. I love that about him. Five years later, two kids are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, save your shit, dude. We could use less storage of your memorabilia. Bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> no Remember this trip. day, motherfucker. You know more fishing trips. Uh, everything changed when we got married. He drives you crazy because you're a saver. I already said that. Your idea of a weekend getaway is a cozy cottage in the woods. Your partner wants to hit the town and catch a game. He think that it's he thinks that it's it's your job to cook and clean, but you disagree. Why didn't you mention these things before? Maybe you should have asked. Chances are that he hasn't changed. Your expectations did. You know that's one thing I don't like is when. It's obvious that that person was the way that they were when they married. And then they have a bitch about something. And I'm like, well, wasn't he like that when you dated him? Is he going to change now that there's a ring on each other? Like, he never was How many sex. women expect that, right? How many yeah. women expect that, you know, because I married him or mm-hmm. even her, yeah. you know, that those things will stop, that he should A or he or she should A, stop doing A or B, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, he was a kid. He collected, he loved his muscle cars or went fishing or have you, or or she loved to go shopping on the Tuesdays or whatever the fuck it was, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Why do people, when they get married, go, I, I thought he or she would grow up? Side note, what you having a kid with somebody for that you think needs to grow up, but your answer. <laughs> I'm going to have a baby, but he needs to grow up. <laughs> I think it's just hope's end. I think you're just literally... Uh, Our wonderful sponsor of the show, yes. Hopes in Wine, found at your lovely Target and some Publixes. <laughs> um, I think it's an idea that people have, and they think that they're going to be that savior, the one that's going to change them, because his ex-wife was such a bitch and I'm so different. So I think it'll be easier for him to decide to start doing this because it's going to benefit. Yeah. For me, that's what I think a lot of people think is going to happen. But even if they do do something for you, eventually they're going to resent the shit out of you because their life was now about you instead of about themselves. Mm. Everything I think after the waves keep going by, the sand goes off of it. It reveals itself again. That you're not going to change a person. A person can change, yes, but they have to change themselves for what they want to or it's no longer something they're going to keep up Mm. if it's not their own idea or passion. I like it when I read the shit and you chime in with the fucking (laughs) (laughs) rebuttals there. Uh, Number five reason people get divorced, the intimacy disappears. Somewhere in the marriage, there's a subtle change in the intimacy department. One person has an off day, there's a misunderstanding, or someone doesn't feel well, or he or she has a headache. Then there's the idea that he isn't as romantic or she isn't as sexual. 
Guys, I gotta switch that. There's a lot of bias here. Uh, whoever is the one with the subtle change can trigger a downward spiral in the intimacy department. Men generally need sexual receptivity to feel romantic, and women generally need romance to be sexually receptive. Generally speaking, breaking down, you're like, I have to stare at you in detail. HD, bitches. Yeah, I like to do that. I like eye contact. Oh. So, in th- there's this circle, right? It's One, it's both of your fucking faults, right? If no one's cheated, no one's being abusive, right? All things equal, right? Sure. Life is just happening, okay? I'm yeah. leaving out the rest. Mm-hmm. Life is just happening, and somewhere the intimacy is dissipated to fucking God knows where, right? There's kids, life's happening, sure, right? No one's... Yeah. Things are equal, right? Like, he or she hasn't been a prick, right? Like, things are just equal. just not fucking. You know what I mean? We're making love. If you're the dude and you're sitting around going, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Check yourself and do something about that instead of waiting that. But on the other side, as it says, men are more likely to be romantic when the sexual reciprocity is coming. Mm -hmm. Literally, ha. That's gonna do. There's a pun going on. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Right. So yes. As as the lady, if you want the romance, you may have to be a whore. You know what I mean? One night with him, not outside that. Right. You may have to do something to get. But one of you can get it going. You know what I mean? Somebody's got to get the kindling going. Right. And, or have the talk and be like, Hey, why aren't you fucking? You know, why aren't we making love? Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, it's been a while since you've taken me out. You know, maybe the guy's like, you know, it's been a while since you said I was a sexy stud. You know what I mean? And, I, and I, I'm using your advances sexually on me to feel like that stud, which mm-hmm. is a whole other issue. That's a personal self-esteem issue, right? <laughs> but just all things equal, right? I think both in a, in a relationship can make that change instead of sitting around waiting. One, communicate what's up, you know, and point the shit out. Uh, but do something. You know what I mean? Do something on both sides. If you're a woman sitting around going, why isn't he into me, right? Or Mm -hmm. as the dude, you're sitting around going, why isn't she that into me? Um, Generally speaking, again, you know, romance her, bruh. You know what I mean? Do something. Tell her to throw the black dress on and take the bitch out. You know what I mean? Do something. Or go to the gym. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or go to the gym. Vice versa. Yeah. Or if you're sitting around as a female going, why isn't he ravishing ravishing me? Yeah. Uh, Go to the gym, right? Or or go fuck at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Left field, right? You know, it's a a twofer, man. You got to work together in, in doing that. Just don't stand aside. And let it fucking die. This is my Braveheart speech. Just <laughs> as intimacy is yeah, dying. This is one movie where they go, fuck her for me. Yeah, just just don't let it go, man. Don't let another week go by and another week go by. You know what I mean? Well, she's working really hard or he's working really hard or she's busy or his mind's caught up or yeah. da, da 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 You know, they may be fucked up because y'all ain't fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that is why it's so important to not have your relationship based around sex. You know, because when you have that intellectual connection... But it's got to be there. Oh, for sure. You can't be like, she or he's terrible in bed, but they meet all these other points, so I'm going to go with it. No, because you know what? You can fake other things. You can't really fake to where it's going to be fulfilling to you Yeah. um, if you don't have that physical connection. Yeah, there's got to be a vibe there, you know what I mean? And you you find ways to keep it spicy. There's all kinds of sex therapists or whatever. But I, I do think it's important to do your due, your due <laughs> diligence <laughs> on your own first, We're brought to you by hope's end. <laughs> yes. 
I do think it's important to do your due diligence on the relationship. And her body. On everything. Um, <laughs> to exhaust yourself to figure out if maybe you're the reason for this or, or maybe that person doesn't necessarily have to have a reason. Maybe, um, you know, it goes back and forth to where it starts to feel like it's just you, but it just was blended with the other person where it was actually a little bit of both, but you yourself, you see it as it's all him or her. She's the one that's not instigating, but maybe the night she was wanting to instigate it, he was a fucking asshole. Or sure. then four days go by, and then maybe the next night when but he's that, wanting to instigate it, um, she has a, a terrible stomach ache, and that's the—I mean, that's like you said—just say do your something. Part no, fucking say and something. Then say something. That's got to be communicating. So, what's the proper delivery where it's not like uh, now that person does it out of obligation? Because I don't want it after I have oh, to say. God, yeah, who wants to do that? Yeah, you know that's the another thing the article did say was. Um, you know, plan sex or get a hobby together. And I'm like, Jesus. I don't want planned sex. I don't want. I don't want to obligatedly eat pussy. <laughs> I'm just, I don't. I don't. And I'm sure you don't want to blow me out of obligation. No. Right? So, yeah. like, fuck that, man. But if you're open about the communication, right, of saying, hey, you know, what happened the last two days? You know, why haven't we fucked or something? And then she or he can go, I got a fucking stomachache, dog. You know what I mean? I'm fe- I felt like shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Or it was just like, all right, cool. Like, you mean after the ribs or before? <laughs> Fuck me earlier. You right? know? But you got to could be it. the perfect solution, though. Fuck me earlier instead of waiting until midnight. Plan your sexual activity. Well, <laughs> there are certain tips you can give someone. You know, there are people that are... <laughs> yeah, put the tip in. See how it works. See how good it feels. I saw that on the tip jar, and I won't ever forget it. I did laugh. It says, put the tip in, see how good it feels. Dude, when we were watching Wedding Crashers the other day, and he goes off on that little spiel in the beginning, (laughs) talking to his secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah. She tries to set him up on a blind date, and he goes, ah, I don't know. Does she like me? Do I like me? She's not talking. We're going to play a little game called Just a Tip earlier. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Play the tip game? Dude, you couldn't do that movie nowadays. No. You'd be fucked. All right, we got a few minutes. We got to wrap this up, right? We got so. Number six reason people get divorced, unmet expectations. Somewhere written into a human's genetic code lie, the instruction that when a person is unhappy, he or she is supposed to force his or her significant to make the changes required to make them happy or unhappy. Look, Booker. The key word is make them happy. Right. Well, they're saying that you shouldn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't want to say that because trust me, if you're in a bad relationship, it can make you unhappy. If the person you're with is either abusive or neglectful, it can make you unhappy. Yeah, but you you remember, people choose to let something make them a certain way. So they can recognize it and change it or leave it. But that's make themselves the making them own their own selves unhappy. Ten four. So number seven out of the top ten reason people get divorced is finances. Mm-hmm. I thought it was number one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is according to Huffington Post, so mm-hmm. do what you want with it. Penny saver. And there are 100 people they fucking interviewed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's not usually the lack of finances that causes the divorce. Oh, okay. But the lack of compatibility in the financial arena. Opposites can attract, but when, two people, but when two people are opposites in the financial department, divorce often ensues. 
Imagine the conflict is one, uh, if one is a saver, one's a spender. One is focused on the future while the other believes in living for today. One has no problem uh, buying on credit while the other one believes in saving up for what one wants. Over time, this conflict can reach such heights that divorce seems to be the only logical solution. Yeah. You know. Shit you should uh, talk about before you get married. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. Because, you know, when you were saying about the whole finance thing, uh, there are some people, like, if you really look back and look at these, uh, let's say we put 50 um, couples that are in love that don't have a lot of money, and then 50 couples that are in love that have a lot of money, I feel like you might see more I'm passion. I'm going to go with Richard's better. <laughs> it, it's better, but not necessarily more connecting. I don't know, babe. If we're multimillionaires currently... Yeah. Come on, we would have a fucking blast. <laughs> yeah, but who? Would, what if people got caught up in that scene and were like, "Hey, you want the, true?" You know, where they let it well, they consume them. Yeah, and then yeah. they change as individuals. Like, I, I guess I'm what I'm alluding to is a lot of times struggle um, builds love and loyalty and stuff like that. And stress and anxiety and worry and wonder and a lack of intimacy. Sure. But, I mean, you can get that in all types. I'm just saying a lot of times when people go through struggles together. Yeah, it makes them stronger. They, yeah, they connect. Damn skippy. Or when they go on awesome vacations together. We connect. <laughs> <laughs> right. You feel me? Yeah. Right? Um, I'm going to go with the ladder. Or no. the Not the ladder. Just say yours. <laughs> yeah, that one. Number eight reason. People get divorced. Being out of touch, literally. Hmm. I'm talking about physical contact. That's what you brought up, affection, right? Of course, sex is great, but you also need to supplement it with a little hello and goodbye kiss and prompt two hugs. Yes, I'm a fucking massive fan. And simply holding hands. Couples who don't maintain an intimate connection through both sexual and non-sexual actions are destined to become virtual strangers. Virtual strangers. Number nine. Different priorities and interests. So priorities I'll substitute with values, right? Different values and interests. Sure. Right? Um, so so it's like they're both right, both of these couples that I talked about earlier, right? So different priorities, right? So they hung their hat on the fact that their values bring them together. Um, I'm pretty sure they were like... Our Maybe they stayed together because they loved the sure thing, the security, and that made them happy. Okay, sure. You know? You yeah. never know. Um, different priorities and interests. Having shared interests and exploring them together is essential for a successful marriage. Of course, having me time is important as well. There's the balance, right? Yeah. But unless you can find common passions or look for ways to experience them together, you'll inevitably grow farther and farther apart. It's like that article last week. If you don't love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to fuck you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Some man or woman that doesn't love themselves. I think that if you're willing to put out what you're wanting, you might be okay. Literally. Yeah, agree. <laughs> I'll put out. <laughs> I might want it next week. All right, to wrap this up, the number 10 reason that people get divorced, any guesses? Uh, your weight. Inability to resolve conflicts. Oh, okay. Communication. Every couple has disagreements. The key is to develop ground rules so that each partner feels respected and heard. Sometimes it takes a third party or a referee to help define those rules and teach us to move through the charged emotions so resentments don't linger. The 10 reasons people get divorced. 
Yeah. The blog. That might be one of the reasons I'm not head over heels of people having to get married. I think it provides a unnecessary security that shouldn't be there uh, in a lot it's, of people. And I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but you can look up all the fucking shit about marriages, De Beers, and the Diamond fucking company, and everything else about doing It's a contract with the fucking state. I don't need the fucking state to tell me I love somebody. Right. I don't. Well. <clears throat> this ain't Russia. Yeah. Freedom. It's like, it's like, I wonder if eventually they're going to come up with a different, uh, like a stage that's a little bit higher yeah, than engaged. a girlfriend. Okay, the engagement though, but then there's the expectation uh, of correct. having to follow through. Like, what if I could just be engaged for life and we make that commitment that right we get married when we die? Some men and women out there are like, fuck yeah! It was yeah. awesome. When we were engaged, it was great. Yeah. Engaged, and you even get to have that engagement party, but you don't have to follow through with the ugly wedding dresses, uh, the bridesmaid dresses, and then the wedding dress that makes you guys fight later because you spent too much money on the wedding. Yeah, and so all the other stuff. just stick with that uh, well, engagement party. Are, how about two people are secure enough that they don't need a contract between each other? Contract. You know what I mean? To like To say, hey, I feel safe and secure in this, and... Uh, we signed it. We said it in front of all all the people, right? It's kind of like going, do you promise, Patricia? And you're like, I do. Yeah, but will you promise on everything and in front of everybody, in front of God and on a Bible and the whole yeah. nine? Right. And the, swear, swear to God. Well, swear, I think swear the, to your kids. Then I'll believe you. You know what I mean? That's kind of what it feels like. I, I think the the worst part, what the hell is wrong with my We're brought to you by Hope's Inn. <laughs> 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 the the bad part about marriage We better get sponsored by Hope Sin. Marriage. <laughs> the bad part about marriage. You just want Princess Bride here. I know. Great movie. Um the bad part about marriage is what actually oh, seals the deal is what the government says and how much control they have over you throughout that entire relationship. And the end of it. Yes. Everything about it. So to me. If you are that in love with someone where you've made up your mind, it would feel so much better knowing that they're not tied to you, that they choose to be they with choose you. Choose to be with you, bro. Well, I mean, yeah. does it keep it spicy and sexy that you know that any minute that she could just be like, fuck you, deuces. Right. And but, in any minute, he could be like, fuck you, deuces. So, like, you put on your fucking egg game. Yeah, but unfortunately, the social constructs for females means you didn't accomplish something if you didn't seal the deal. You are now just the girlfriend. Um, uh, that's why it's uh, so many women go, me, this is my girl. just the smart one. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but we're not, we're talking about how um, a lot Generally of... Generally speaking. Yeah, maybe women view women. Many divorced women would disagree with that statement. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> Half. Well, because you know, the woman that has that, oh, big, beautiful ring on that left finger, they, they're like... Like that Beyonce song, you know, you should have put a ring on it, put whatever. Ring on it. Yeah. Um, As if that keeps you. It's still 50 50, and you lose half your shit. <laughs> Beyonce's yeah. stupid. <laughs> I, I second that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we haven't gotten together in a long time, but you know. Yeah. Tell Beyonce what's up. Yeah, what's up, girl? So wrap us up, baby. We're We're deep over an hour already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wrap us up, baby. Take us out of here. 
Wonderful. I hope you've enjoyed the scenery tonight, by the way. Uh, it was not a fireplace tonight because, uh, yeah. well, it's fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> outside. Um, so we have this landscape. Um, her and I, her and I? Yes. she and I have been laying here with our feet in the water. Gla- glazing? Gazing out. We're brought to Hope you by... <laughs> Dang it, I wanted to say it, you motherfucker. Oh, man. Hope's in. Sponsor this fucking show. For real. Or yeah. we won't drink it until next week. Alright, so I'm going to take us out on this. Okay. I think everybody enjoys laughter. Okay? Yeah. Otherwise they wouldn't do it. Everybody enjoys that. My advice for couples that are listening is to really think about when's the last time you did something goofy, funny, whatever, to your partner, for your partner, or even just allowed yourself to be goofy. Maybe take that stupid tight-ass ponytail out of your hair and just fucking chill out. Or loosen your belt and relax and quit worrying about all those things. Just laugh or go out of your way to be funny. Like, I'm going to share a funny story that I did that I got you. I, I have to share it. It's really funny. Because <laughs> we're always playing jokes on each other. And the other day, Adam was uh, looking in the microwave after he just put down this fucking beautiful steak. I mean, it was just perfect. And it was sitting there ready for him to eat it. He wasn't looking at it. And I yelled, Grace, oh my God, she ate your steak. And <laughs> he literally turns around and he yells out loud, No! <laughs> Yeah, I did. You got me. You got me on that one. I just wanted Grace to stop and salvage something. That was fucking great. You <laughs> had me. I'm looking in the microwave. I don't know why or something. The steak is on my on the table, and you're like, Grace got your steak, and I'm like, No. Yeah, you really did. It was, so it was funny. both. It was twofold. It was just screaming, No, like fuck, no. Yeah. And then like Grace, no, but yeah. Grace would not fuck with my steak, and I should have known better. Yeah, it was just like I looked at him, and I really thought. I wish there was that little ding mark on my smile, like ding. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, so do something crazy, funny, silly. Yeah, and and dudes, do something romantic, he says. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, even if you haven't been laid in fucking years or months or something, it's probably half your fault. You know what I mean? Take an introspective look at, say, hey, what am I not doing as opposed to what she's not doing? Um, and do something random, man, like, you know, just say, hey, Friday night, I need you at 8 o'clock. I need you to wear something sexy, something nice, something, whatever matches whatever you're doing. Don't tell her a fucking thing. And just say, hey, Friday night, we're doing this shit. Be ready at 8 o'clock. That's it. And leave it at, do something surprising, something like that. You know what I mean? And, you know, you may get lucky. You yeah. may not. For the right reasons. Like, maybe all they wanted was to be... uh listen to or that little ounce of attention or effort would make them lift up their legs all right got really uh vulgar there for a minute. <laughs> all right then a little visual uh i was just simply saying and to wrap it up even if you don't get laid that night you planted the seed homie you planted the seed just wait for it and maybe all right maybe you haven't taken her out in so long that after two bottles of wine she's out anyway that too is on you get back here <laughs> That too's on you, but man, do a little work too. Do a little effort, man. Uh, and, and if you're in love, man, and you've decided to take that irrational idea on and download it as something legit, well, then fight for it. And uh, hopefully those 10 reasons we talked about tonight uh, don't end you all. <laughs> Hope's end will end you instead. How's that? 
That's it. And we are brought to you by Hopes Inn that you can find at your lovely Target and uh, random Publixes. Target. I do like the Hopes Inn blend. I'm a fan. Fan? After this one, though, we are moving to my favorite wine. We really. No, well, no. Let me. It's I digress. That's right. I digress. Um, we would love to be sponsored by Clark and Telephone. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Bella Give Glose. us a call with your telephone. Yeah, if you ever find Clark and Telephone Bella Glose on the fucking menu, order two and take a third home because that wine is fucking great. Um, outside of that, look, a local winery here, Lake Ridge Winery out there. Um, fucking love it. I love the Southern Red. Yeah, especially for the ones that are just new into wine. Uh, that's a great starter, I think, because it's... Sweet, not too sugary, but you still get that dessert feeling, but you don't feel like, I'm going to shit my brains out. I taste, what? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, gonna t- I'm already tasting it. I'm, I'm beyond hopes in. I am Southern Red Lake Ridge Winery coming in right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you'd like, like to if you'd like to buy uh, Patricia and I a thank you for the shows that we do here, feel free uh, to mail us uh, a Clark <laughs> and Telephone Bella Glose case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or a bottle. We will be much obliged. And we'll be sure to film it. The drinking. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, wait, we're making porn now? <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, 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 you told him. <laughs> All right. We got a couple films. We'll be releasing those next year on Instagram. <laughs> yes. All right. Be sure uh follow us uh, on Adam and Patricia on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page that just got recently put up yesterday. You can find that at He Said, She Said on YouTube as well. Uh, and look, if you're interested in having your own podcast for your business, True. Patricia and I do this. Um, it's our business. We call ourselves the Residuals Group. There's also two more added to our group. Big shout out to Steve Stone uh, and a guy we'll call Chris. <laughs> Beyond that, yeah. um, if you're interested. It's Chris. <laughs> what? As you remember the It's Pat, It's Chris where they don't yeah. know the gender? Yeah, I do. Oh, my goodness. What? Wrap this up. I'm trying. I was trying to give my infamous line to you. That was is that now not a good line anymore? Punch it, Marge. <laughs> yeah. Punch it, Marge. <laughs> he did that for me. I love him for it. All right. Um, go to residualsgroup.com and you can find out how you can have your own podcast for your business and uh, set a free consultation. We'll be happy to meet with you again. Uh, find us, he said, she said, on YouTube soon to iTunes, Stitcher, and every podcast outlet near you again i'm your host adam lowry and i'm your co-host patricia mayo and this is he said she said i appreciate you all for watching tune in next sunday as always we will be live with some articles and some who fucking knows ideas if you have some if you want to talk to us about a relationship we could do the emails have them email us and we can address it like like bill burr does yeah yeah send us um yeah, send us an email of whatever you're going through if you want some advice on your relationship uh, or love. And please designate who you'd like the advice from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like... Yeah, just message us uh, on the He Said, She Said Facebook page there. Just send us a message quick there, uh, and we can read it uh, from there and look it up. That's a lot. But, uh, again, thank you all for hanging out. I have some steaks to go make right now. Get think, to baby? work. <laughs> yeah, see, she's cracking a whip. I'm going to live a long time and I have diabetes because... I'm controlling, bitch. Yeah, wait. Well, she said it, not me. It's okay. It's now live with witnesses. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. And, well, take Patricia's advice in dating, love, and relationships. What is that, baby? Learn to laugh. <laughs>
It'll make everything else spark. Not what I was thinking, but all right. It's worth the what? Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you and you missed. It's worth the wait.